me answer the question or get answers to the question of what is transformational leadership is Adagoki Omatola. He has got so many degrees, we don't have enough time today to share them. Just know that everything he's done correlates with and aligns with leadership. Customer retention, he's an author, he's of a couple of books. Uh, he's got his master's degree in property evaluation. Um, he's a John Maxwell certified leader, coach, and consultant. He's also uh, aligned with Zig Ziglar. Both are very powerful individuals. In addition to that, he's very happily married and he has a very happy family and he lives in a couple of countries. Today, he's in London, but right now with us, he's on my show. So let's bring him up. Hello, good morning and welcome. How are you doing, Phil? I'm well, I'm doing well, except for it's not good morning for you. Is it, it's good. <laughs> good afternoon, good evening. <laughs> hey, thank, <laughs> thanks for being here, here Phil. Thank you so much. So, um, you live in two places, and we were joking in the in the green room, but not at the same time, right? You're in London some of the time, and Nigeria the rest of the time. It's correct. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm I'm thinking that both places are warmer than where I am today because we were talking about that as well. It's like minus twenty. Oh, it's gone up a bit. It's minus twenty one degrees Celsius here today. Yeah, yeah, and uh, mine is a bit warmer, yeah, so I'm, I'm privileged to, to be on your show. Phil. Well, I'm glad you're here, yeah. and um, I'm glad that you were able to fit us into the into your schedule, and I know you are really passionate about leadership, because, um, you know, I, like your podcast talks about, everything you do is uh, about leadership. It's actually called Leadership That's Talk right. with Adagoki Podcast, so um, let's address, let's hit, the, let's hit right at the right away at that's the question what is transformational leadership well transformational leadership is leadership that tells it uh, is leadership that is inspiring is leadership that is also um, strategic you know so it's a combination of so many things um, it's leadership that's all that brings about change positive change um, all over the world right now, we have the pandemic and so many things are happening at the same time, Omicron, Delta, you know. Um, so for any leader, right, either in the medical or engineering or, you know, IT or business, uh, what we need right now is transformational leadership, uh, leadership that can solve problems, leadership that can uh, stay ahead of the curve. Yeah, no leadership, just in a few words. Cool. I'm going to add this to the stream because this is one of the things with the company that I'm aligned with, changing the world through business leadership and education. That's one of the reasons why I'm excited to have you on here because you align with what we're doing as awesome. business coaches around awesome. the globe. And um, this is uh, um, pretty much a philosophy and a mandate right from the CEO and president of Focal Point. I had him on here a couple of uh, sessions ago, and we talked about some of the leadership aspects of um, where we're at, but I wanted to get your insights about it um, and share that with the world. Um, this is something that I come, came across and I, I believe to be true. What do you think about that? This is, this is really awesome. You know, I mean, um, you know, I spoke about yeah. change, um, you know, embracing change. And I think ownership is also very important. Um, you know, you create 
an environment where there's momentum and everyone takes ownership. Uh, you don't need to be uh, the one leading. You can lead from the back. You can lead from the middle. Uh, just it's all about delivering results. Yeah, trust me. Yeah, absolutely. leadership. Yeah, awesome, awesome definition. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I've come across, and, and 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 when I've introduced it to many people, they've never heard it before, and I don't want to. You you might be in the same situation as most other people. I was introduced to two philosophies. One is the Newtonian leadership style, which is from the top down, do it or else coercive motivation. Yeah. And the other one is the white Hidian approach, which is more uh, omebic. You know, have, uh, you describe that you can lead from the back, the middle or the front. And a white Hidian leader philosophy is about that. Their, their self-esteem is high enough that they're not uh, concerned about somebody who's maybe on the pay scale isn't getting paid as much as the CEO, but on the skill set level, they're much better, more efficacious than the CEO. And that CEO, he or she, is comfortable allowing that individual to lead that project within that culture of that company. That's so I strive in my own existence to be white Hidian as often as I can. Have you ever heard it explained that way before? Well, it's all about, you know, this, you know, the example you just gave is about a CEO that is secure. Uh, it's all about leading a part team of quality for service, for results. And so, the CEO is just trying to make sure that everyone uh, pays their own fair share in terms of uh, deliverables. Uh, so uh, the CEO is not really leading, but is also, you know, uh, he has his hands on and making sure that everyone is uh, pushing. And so for the guy that is giving the opportunity, it's also uh, a way of inspiring the, the gentleman. Uh, to to lead show results. Uh, I, I I just think that's a fantastic model, uh, particularly right now. Uh, okay, with COVID, um, some leaders have you know had to recalibrate. They have had to um, do differently uh, just to to deliver results. The 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 leader doesn't need to always be visible. Uh, but if you've empowered your team, if you've uh, inspired them, uh, create it's an enabling environment, you just find that uh, the organization becomes on, you know, a system that rides on autopilot, if I, if I can say that. Yeah. 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 So the fellow that I brought up there, Eric Bam, he's a leader in his own right. He's a specialist in building yeah. passionate people and selling products that make pizza Excellent. better. And uh, he's quite a quite an interesting dude. He was recently just quoted in a magazine. So he, he gets a lot of airtime. And um, yeah, interesting leader. Matter of fact, uh, I met him because of the pandemic. He put together a group okay. called, it's a, 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 air quotes, it's a mastermind, but he changed it and called it Megamind. And he got all of us and challenged all of us to leverage the heck out of uh, awesome. technology. So he was one of the inspirational people to keep me going with uh, my goal of being a, um, doing this type of a show. Here, let me see what Eric's saying about thoughts. Awesome. He said, a great leader sells vision and walks it daily with culture. Isn't that brilliant? Thanks for that, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, it's just like what I said, you know, is about, you know, um, it becomes a lifestyle, you know. Uh, so a leader doesn't necessarily have to be a scene, but it becomes, 
you know, the culture of the organization is transformational. Everyone wants to rise to the occasion. Everyone wants to put in the, everyone wants to uh, add value. So uh, it's not just seen as a place where you're working, it's a place where you, you engage and you just want to, you know, show up and, and uh, put your face there and also put your hand up. Yeah, that's a good one. Thanks, Eric. Have you worked in an organization where they actually have been the, uh, what you're talking about? Ah, well, you know, um, you know, back in the day, um, you know, my first job was in McDonald's. Um, so, uh, and it was, it was quite interesting. I learned quite a number of skills yeah. there. Um, so you ride in front of the customers and, um, you know, they, they're checking you out. They, they give you sort of training, empower you. Um, and the more you, uh, rise through the leadership ladder, you know, they give you, uh, stars, you know, your badge and, um, you know, it's a combination of so many things you on, sometimes you facing customers, sometimes you're mopping the floor, sometimes you're, you know, uh, you're welcome the welcoming the customers into the shop area. It's a combination of so many things. Um, the money wasn't great, but it was an opportunity to, to learn. So I, I, I would like to say that McDonald's for me then way back was, uh, quite, quite awesome. I mean, have you had and, the, uh, I think I had a guest on my show. Go ahead. Have you had the opportunity to work with an, any other organization? I don't need to know who they are. I'm just trying to get your experience where they actually, oh, oh, right. they actually had uh, the kind of culture that uh, you're talking about, that you, that you like to make sure that shows up in the world. Um, have you had other opportunities? Yeah. 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 I mean, I have, uh, I've had, you know, you know, not once, not twice. And uh, for me, it's, uh, it's helped me to also, um, you know, learn a few things. Entrepreneur for, you know, about two decades has also translated into uh, living it out uh, because you can't give what you don't have. Right. Um, if you're in an environment where everyone is inspired, everyone is ready to do something uh, positive, organization is uh, just an autopilot. You know, they, live, they deliver results uh, year in, year out. And with the pandemic, um, you know, if you uh, have an environment where there's transformational leadership. Results are, you know, just visible. I know I don't want to begin to drop names on your show no, so, because you're not paid for that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not looking for that. I just want, want your experience because in my existence uh, of life over the last 60 or clearly 60 decades, uh, no, six decades, yeah. uh, I would have to say out of all of the opportunities I've had to work in as a career or as an entrepreneur, there's only been really three that are uh, the amoebic white Hidian kind of companies that I got to work with. The rest of them were more like the Newtonian do it my way or the highway approach. Right? <laughs> and in my coaching business, when I work with my clients, big or small, uh, I work to help them find their culture that you're talking about so that they become that transforming leader so that their business runs with or without them by choice, not by accident. And so they are empowering their people to, to lift them up. And if you empower people, they'll walk over coals, red hot coals or glass for you more for being recognized and appreciate, pre appreciate it than they will for uh, cash. 
What do you, what do you, uh, yes, that, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, you know, privileged to be on the John Maxwell team, and John will say that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. It's all about caring about people. I think, um, I think oh, empathy right. is <laughs> adaptability. But yeah. Look at that look at quote. It says, No one cares about you until they know how much you care about them. That's right. Spot on. Spot on. Now, so, um, yeah. So if you care about people, show empathy. Empathy is. Um, top you know in terms of transformation transformational leadership it's uh is right up up because once pe the, the people know that you care about them you know say words like you know how are you feeling today you know is there anything that can help you achieve are you going through any challenges you know those kind of questions uh, um you know the team uh as opposed to um just asking for deliverables but you can ask you know about all the, the you know the challenges they're going through and so uh for them it's like um an environment where they can really grow and it's an environment where they can really add value yes so caring is, is key is key number one yeah so listening to you today and uh, other times where i've had conversations with you uh, i i can tell that you are one of them transformers transformational leaders what do you feel? What got you into that space? Ah, uh, well, it's it's about I had a burden, you know, just to um, leave a legacy. I just want to um, add value. Um, being in the uh, space of working, I've uh, been an employee, but I felt that I couldn't really do much because I was um, there was a ceiling, you know, which was placed uh, right there, uh, but. Working for myself, I have um, the ability to be an entrepreneur. I have the ability to to make policies, also uh, craft policies, uh, strategies uh, for the organization, and, and run with it. You know, so um, it, it's much more easier. You know, sometimes you want to be a, a person of value, but because you have have a superior soul in into your vision, so even when you're excited, you have to just scale down. Uh, and there could also be a lot of competition in that environment. So you need um, uh, sort of like the, the go ahead from. But if you were in, you know, the kind of space where, I, you know, I uh, operate and being an entrepreneur, you know, I'm the one who is the go to man. So try and reproduce myself in order to engage, uh, you know, um, you know, and like you said, on my show last week, enthusiasm, you know, I am sold myself to the vision. So I'm just so excited about what I'm doing. So there's a boss. So everyone taps into that energy. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems to me that one of the things that you're driving for us is your legacy. What yeah. makes that so That's uh, right. important for you? Yeah. Um, you know, when I was much younger, uh, I didn't really have uh, clarity as to what I wanted to achieve. And, um, you know, I just lived a normal life. It just uh, there was no uh, vision. Um, but as I, you know, got to learn more, uh, I, I, you know, enrolled on the Zig Ziglar uh, program. It's called the Legacy Training. I attended that in Dallas. In and that was 
you know, a big change in my life, um, you know, massive. Uh, Zig will say that you can have all you want if you can, if you can help enough people get what they want. Yeah, that's true. I love that quote. And so that 2014 was, yeah, it was it was a massive turnaround for me. So uh, since then, I've not looked back, and it's been it's been good. It's been good. Tough, a lot of uh, sacrifice, but to stay ahead of the curve, just do more, and um, yeah, show up, just like I'm doing today, and with your, with your good self. Yeah, thanks, Phil. Did you um, have the privilege or opportunity to actually be with Zig when you were there? No, Zig was gone. Zig was uh, he was late, you know. Uh, but his son yeah. Tom was very relatable. Tom Stevens, yeah. uh, and uh, I met his wife, very lovely lady. I mean, she's late now as well. The reason for asking uh, but, that, uh, I, powerful. I was fortunate enough to meet him in person. Uh, he came to our our city wow. where I live, and one of the things that stands out for me is he was at the at the, the front of the room. And he said, and it is, I'm not going to do his accent because that would be an insult, but it, he had a unique accent yeah. and a, a unique sense of humor. Yeah. And he said, you know, one of the things that's a challenge for everybody is they can't get successful. They can't achieve the things they want to do because they don't have a, they, they can't get around to it. So he had a bunch of people pass out these coins, these plastic like um, casino chip awesome. coins. Awesome. And they were round, yeah. and on it it had T U I E. He says, "Now you got around to it. You got no excuses. Go do it." It was pretty funny. Wow, wow, yeah. I mean, he's uh, Zeke. Zeke spoke for about fifty years, five decades. You know, he's spoken for thousands of people, stadiums filled up, uh, and his legacy lives on. You know, um, you know, and you know, the good thing was that his son also. Uh, took on that responsibility, and the legacy training was 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 quite was quite powerful. You know, it's talked about the bicycle strategy, your personal life and your business life. There has to be a connection, you know, uh, between both. Well, in your in your personal life, if if you get employed in any organization, you're going to bring yourself into that organization. So you must be able to grow in certain areas, which is not for this program, but very, very, very powerful. Uh, yeah. I don't think I'd heard the bicycle uh, example before. The, the bicycle strategy, yeah. It talks about, you know, um, you know, in everyone's life, you know, you have spokes in the tire. You know, really, you have your career, you have your finances, you have the spiritual, you have your personal, and so... For example, if you are, you know, you're not financially savvy, if you have a lot of debts hanging around uh, financial indiscipline, uh, you're not going to be able to do well uh, in the organization. So you, you have to work on those areas. If you are not physically um, uh, or mentally sound, it's going to affect it in the business. So in the business side, which is the, uh, for the business, you have the operations, you have marketing, you have... Uh, production you have administration and so for the business marketing administration operations all those the spokes in the tire must you know they must be properly aligned so the front tire and the back tire must be well aligned if the front tire is like a pear and the back tire is like an apple you know you can imagine what would happen to the bicycle so <laughs> i can't so massive 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 knowledge honestly 
yeah, Phil was Phil was Phil was my hero. You know, I mean, it was just you know, the only other awesome, thing about awesome. there are many other heroes, but one of my heroes, yeah, cool. The other thing about the bicycle yeah. example is that you've got to do those things to keep the balance. So you got to keep moving. Otherwise, if you stop moving, the balance loses. So I, I'm I'm just adding that to it. Oh yeah, <laughs> got to keep on moving. Yeah, yeah, but not just moving, but you must keep on growing. You know, um, you know, learning new yeah. things. Because if you, uh, your, your, in terms of your mental, uh, you know, capacity, your mental fitness, if there's any affects other things that you're doing, you know, so to show up, you need to be mentally agile, you know, you need to be sharp, you need to be focused, and because um, you can't do what you don't have. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, that's totally. it. If you, uh, as Brian Tracy, who I'm aligned with also, he says, if you don't set yeah. goals and don't keep moving and keep growing, then what you've done by default is set, settle for mediocrity. And if you want to get beyond everybody else, you want to be in the top 20% of the population versus the 80%, then uh, it's get on your damn bicycle, ride it, and learn things along the way. Because you don't get better doing things, not doing things. That's right. You don't get better by doing things. And if you fail... That's a good thing, right? Because it's a first Ooh. attempt in learning. Uh, you don't learn from not doing. You learn from doing and then modifying and and twisting, tweaking, polishing and shining, lifting and molding. That's how Eric got so good, if he's still listening, because he's constantly <laughs> learning. As you are, my friend. As I am. I mean, Thank you. I didn't know much about uh, this particular platform I'm on. Um, a shameless plug. I have an affiliate link with a company called StreamYard, which is the platform I'm using to broadcast yeah. to the world. And they've simplified the way to communicate, leveraging the social media platforms and the internet. And if you want to know how yeah. to do it, uh, you can reach out to me at coachphil.ca for a whole bunch of reasons. That's one. Um, man, this, this is, we could talk about leadership a lot longer. Um, we're getting close to the end of the show. Yeah. What I wanted to ask you is what's, and there's not just one thing that makes a great leader. So maybe your top three or five attributes that you would suggest people uh, think about and check in with themselves about being a, their best leader, being that transformational leader. Just it yet. That's that's a good question, Phil. That's a good question, Phil. Uh, number one, if you want to be a transformational leader, uh, set goals for yourself and also for for the team. All right. Set goals for your set goals for the team. Uh, number two, uh, stay engaged with your team as well. Stay engaged with the team. Number three, delegate more. Delegate more. Number four, recalibrate regularly, which is, um, you know, an assessment of where you're headed to, you know, because sometimes there needs to be, just like with the pandemic, uh, there needs to be a recalibration, you know, uh, for any business owner. As, so you recalibrate. Uh, number five, keep growing, keep growing. 
<laughs> like we mentioned about the bicycle strategy, you have to keep growing. Uh, leaders that are going to show up and going to add value uh, for a long time and stay in the game uh, have to keep growing. Uh, it, John C. Maxwell talks about moving from your comfort zone to your strength zone. And what's the love of the rubber band? Keep stretching. Uh, keep stretching. And number six, uh, which I think is very important, uh, collaboration. Collaboration. And uh, that's a new currency right now. You have to collaborate. Um, not just with your with your team members, but also with others, you know, in, in your in your uh, sphere of influence. Uh, so collaboration helps you to get fresh ideas and also to stay fresh, uh, not just fresh, and also to help you to stay ahead of the curve. Yeah. Those are the six things, yeah. Very cool. Um, there we go. I want to put your website up there, which I'm going to bring onto the screen right now. And I just want to recap what I heard. Uh, One is set goals for yourself and your team. Engage with your team. Yeah. Delegate, delegate, and delegate. But I heard that three times in my head. Uh, (laughs) Recalibrate, which is another way we talk about that, is do a stop and reassess. Uh, Keep growing, keep learning. Um, You're never too old, never too young, and never too knowledgeable. And collaborate. And I, I really like the collaboration. There's a great book by... Uh, Wallace D. Waddles called The Science of Getting Rich. And one of the philosophies, principles, and laws, whatever you want to call it, is collaboration. Um, people that, that's a mindset of abundance versus a mindset of scarcity. And that's right. People think that they, there's only so many slices to the pie. And that's not yeah. true. There's creative ways to make more out of things. And if you look at, um, like, our uh, this device here, which is my phone, um, that yeah. came out of. <laughs> the ether came out of somebody's idea and then put together and it became more. So we can do that as a a transformational leader is to empower people to do the same thing for themselves. Wow. This has been a great uh, conversation with you, my friend. And if it wasn't for um, the internet and connecting and collaborating with others, you and I would never have met. So we're living proof that collaboration is an important piece of the puzzle these days. That's right. That's what I feel. Thank you so much for You're this. You're very welcome. I'm going to bring this slide up one more time. Uh, transformational leadership can inspire workers to embrace change by fostering a company culture of accountability, ownership, and workplace autonomy. That's great, right? And there's your website. So anybody wants to uh, reach out to uh, my guest, my new friend, uh, there it is. It's where you get to go. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for being here, my friend. Hang around, and I'll catch up with you in a minute.